The views and opinions expressed by the Love Party Podcast panel participants and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the Good Times of Good People Company, the host, or its sponsors. It's not getting it, getting it. Welcome everybody out there in podcast land. The Good Times of Good People Company proudly presents the Love Party Podcast, where it is always about good times, good people, and good talk. Now that you've received your invitation, the best way to let us know that you're in attendance is to download the party or become official by joining us on Facebook, subscribing on YouTube, iTunes Podcasts, or Google Play Podcasts. Good. Thanks for joining us. Grab a cocktail, light a cigar, or whatever you like to smoke, share us with your friends, and make yourself at home. I'm your host and moderator, Rio, and let's introduce today's panel. Hey out there in podcast land, I'm your host Rio and welcome to the Law Party Podcast, episode 74. I am perfect, the three card Molly theory. Uh, I've said it on multiple shows and multiple times and now I hear it in the voices of pundits out there in pop culture. But remember, I said it first right here on the Law Party Podcast. But before we get started, let's introduce today's panel. I've got my returning champion, Chris O'Connor, the owner of Liquid Nine Entertainment and Investments, as well as having interest in Rigorski and Office Works. I've got Big Dave Elliott, the owner of CMP Construction. I've got Jordan Bradbury, he is uh, in industrial supply sales. I've got Adrian Lewis, CEO and founder of Path Division. I've got Lane Boland, one half of the Brothers Grimm, and the anonymous female, because she doesn't want you to know her name. So, that brings us to the important things. So, let's get to the important things, and that, and the first thing is, what are we drinking? And what we are drinking today is a Pendergast 2.0. And the Pendergast 2.0, How can wait a minute, you improve on perfection? Well, let me get my copious notes to make sure that I don't forget any ingredients that are in this Mr. O'Connor would probably have something to say. Oh, I, well, actually, the funny thing is, I think the reason that they uh, called it at the Rieger uh, the uh, 2.0 is because of Chris O'Connor. They're still on the inventory list and on the bottle it says O'Connor Pendergast. Right. <laughs> so, um, in the Pendergast 2.0, you have one and a half ounces of uh, Rieger whiskey, you have three quarters ounces of Doolin sweet vermouth, a half ounce of Benedictine, three to four dashes of Angostura bitters, you combine that in a mixing glass, stir with ice, and strain into a chilled rocks glass without ice, and garnish with a lemon zest. So the reason it's a 2.0 is you normally make it with Buffalo Trace, that mm. was the original recipe, and then when Rieger whiskey came out, I was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, right. start making it with Rieger. Start making it with Rieger, right? <laughs> <laughs> As an investor in that business, I want to see this. Like, I get 10 cents off a drink. <laughs> and now that you know what we're drinking, what are we smoking? Today, we're smoking the Drew Estate. Uh, as a matter of fact, I am going to pass this just for pronunciation to the most fluent Spanish speaker at the table. Lane Boland. Norteño Robusto Grande. There you go. Which is exactly what I was going to say. Kind of. It was going to sound way more black than that. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. I'm like a 16. <laughs> it, well, we have established that on the program. We actually have established that. Uh, <laughs> That's more uh, <laughs> Well, I was 
same speakers are black. Uh, this particular uh, smoke is a a dark. It's kind of flat, compact. It's really complex uh, in its uh, in its flavors. Um, you definitely get some notes of uh, raw cocoa bean, uh, maybe even a little milk chocolate, uh, kind of nougat flavors. Um, but even even with that, it's not an overly sweet smoke. It's actually a very robust uh, smoke and was number seven uh, last year on uh, Cigar Aficionado's top 25 list of uh, cigars. So if you get a chance, uh, find the cigar with the uh, little green and, white, green and white wrapper, the Drew Estate. Norteño Robusto Grande. Uh, just what I was going to say, except it was going to sound way more black. Yeah, yeah. So It's named after a uh, Mexican prison gang. <laughs> I'm serious, Nortenos, La Familia. Uh, I'm going to take his word for it. You probably should Google that out there, podcast player. I'm not, I'm not taking his word for it that far. You should probably Google that. But <laughs> if that is what we're smoking, uh, and now that we've gone through the important things, uh, we do want to mention um, today's RIP. Um, I'm sure there are more people that passed away, but this particular one um, uh, touched me because that was part of my childhood. Uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan, uh, former uh, wrestler, manager, and announcer for the WWE. He was uh, uh, inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. He passed away at 73. And you know why they call him the Brain, right? Uh, no. So back when he was wrestling, he got, he got hit so hard on the corner post that it knocked the top of his skull off. And so they just left it out, and it was, he was the Brain. <laughs> Once again, uh, no, I once again out there podcast. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. I mean, I say, once again out there podcast. Now you should Google that because uh, I'm not just taking his word for it. But that actually sounds reasonably plausible <laughs> in an unfortunate ass kind of way. Well, they put a cap on him. He's okay. All right. Uh, and one thing we did start doing, we did want to end this segment um, on on a sad note. So we also added because it is the Loft Party podcast. A uh, happy birthday section. Uh, but coming out of RIPs, I did want to mention, um, though he has passed, today uh, is James Gandolfini's birthday. Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, was. Yeah. That's um, the crossover. He died on his birthday? Um, no, but today is his birthday. Hell, <laughs> no, way to go out, man. <laughs> uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, Will Smith's wife, uh, for those of you who don't know her independently as an actress. Uh, Dr. Ben Carson. Uh, Dr. Ben Carson. Now, I threw that in because this is a political podcast, and anytime I get a chance to make fun of Dr. Ben Carson, I'm going to do it. Hey, hey, hey. He's a fool. So he says. Hey, I like Dr. Carson. I like Dr. Carson. I think Dr. Carson's a hell of a man. I think he's crazy. He should be admired. I mean, for his, for, his, so. for his brain surgery stuff, well, just for I, do, I do admire him. Uh, for anything outside of the operating room, I want him to go away and now. Uh, but um, onward, onward, uh, and this is purely for one of the members that was on our Las Vegas podcast, uh, DJ KG, Ricky Bell from New Edition. It's his birthday today, so if you're listening out there, podcast land, I did that one just for you because I knew you would appreciate it. Hey. 
You can search for the Loft Party Podcast on iTunes Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and on our Good Times with Good People YouTube channel. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, tweet us on Twitter, and if you'd like the content we provide, donate to us on Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash Loft Party Podcast. You can find all of our links below. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. Let's let's go right into the let's go right into the next <coughs> let's go right into the next segment, um, and the next segment, of course, is party games. Um, so uh, th- this week, there's two questions on the party game. One is, uh, what is the worst haircut you've ever gotten? Um, I saw this question, and I immediately thought of one person on the panel who's going to know exactly. Uh, who they are because they just recently had a haircut they didn't like. <laughs> but that made me think this would be funny. Yes, Blushy McBlushington across the table. It's Blushy. Talk, talk about you. Uh, but we won't start with you. We're going to start with your breath. That works. Um, worst haircut. Well, I went to Supercuts. I'm not going to say which Supercuts. Um, I was just kind of in a rush, so I popped in. I said, damn, I should be able to get a haircut. You know, no problem. Yeah, it really wasn't even a haircut. It was more like a lineup. So just the edges and a little bit off the back. So I go in and this beautiful woman, you know. So I there you go, problem number one. Right, that's number one, right? Now, now, now you're sitting there. That's why you went to Supercut. Yeah. <laughs> so He peeked in the door like, hey. Yeah, so I'm like, so okay. You know. He's like, hey, I'll cut your hair. You know, I was like, all right, you know. Um, so, like they do this wash, this massage. It's like, damn, I, I'm not used to it. And my barber, I go in, he talks shit. Like, maybe you get a hot towel, depending on what type of the day of the month. <laughs> right. So, you know, I get the massage, I get the wash. I tell us, I had just kind of want to taper on the side or whatever. And there was so much going on in the cut, I didn't realize the cut was trash. Right, right, and I'm right. Like, man, so I, I looked in the mirror, I'm like, God, this, this ain't really wanted man you know but she was so nice to massage she was so fine she was so fine right right finish the state she was fine she was fine the experience and I'm, I'm married out there podcast land I'm not having to sleep on the couch tonight yeah, yeah. Um, yes yes let's, so, let's not do that to him the experience was good though. wait so say this was a long time ago this was yeah uh yeah just say it was a long time it was it was a long time ago long long it was yeah okay so the experience was good, but but the haircut was uh it wasn't you know and I just I paid they taxed my haircut which my barber never had uh, like flat fee yeah Uh-oh. you hand them the twenty yeah and, uh, <laughs> and I got it so uh, that was it that, that that was it for me <laughs> I don't even think she cut it I just think it was like. I heard the Clippers, but I that, you know, she didn't so. really know what to do with it. Were you focused on another piece of anatomy? I, I wasn't. I just, I think I was just caught up because it's like, all right, I've never been in here. I don't know what to expect. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm like, oh, I'm getting a massage. That's cool. Shampoo. All right, I'll take it. You know, um, and by the time we got to the business end of the business deal, which was my lineup, it just, it wasn't even. You know, uh, just wasn't even what I, what, I, what, I, what I wanted. So that's that's it for me. I didn't have any weird like mohawk or anything. <laughs> that's what it was. It was more so like I felt like I was finessed. 
Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like that felt like. Right. You paid for some finesse. You yeah. paid for a haircut. Right. I felt like, <laughs> when I left out there, I was like, no, I was really the sucker in the room on that. <laughs> you know. Big day. Is there a pole in that barbershop? <laughs> I wish. I don't know. <laughs> when, I, when I was a kid, we had a local barber down on the square, and my daddy used to take me down to Rex, and my daddy just tell me to just take, just take the clippers and buzz cut it. Well, as I got a little older, I got to grow my hair longer, and I liked it. I really liked how I was looking, and I don't have a buzz cut. I had a little bit longer hair, and I talked to him, Daddy, I want to, you know, keep my hair a little longer. So he, he said something to Rex, I didn't hear him. And they buzz cutted the whole part of the set for right here in the front. There was just <laughs> <laughs> this thing sticking out the front of my head. And I turned around and <laughs> I, I knew better than to criticize Rex. I knew better than to argue with my father. And I knew right then, uh, I'm going to have to wear this to school the next day. And this is going to be ugly. So <laughs> I just was a good little boy. I shut up and went out and went to school the next day. And I went to school 10 minutes and somebody said something about my damn haircut. <laughs> kids are mean, man. They are. Ah, kids are mean. Adrian? Oh. I had a military dad. So I always knew when I was in trouble that he sat me down in the bathroom and hooked me up with one of his cuts. Ah, so, <laughs> I had the sexy soup bowl. Yeah, yeah. So I got in trouble quite a bit in middle school. In middle school, so. Yeah, you, you had a bowl quite a bit. Yeah. Got, the bowl, got the bowl cut. <laughs> kind of like Eddie Kane on a bad day mm -hmm. with a five heartbeat. beat, mm -hmm. so. Mm -hmm. And he would put a nasty, thick, probably thumb wide part. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right here at the top, oh, on the top right man. Oh man, I would get straight I heaven. Love it. I get rust. I mean, completely <laughs> roasted at school. Completely uh, roasted. So. <laughs> Worst haircut is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Pops, when pops would get on my head, that was the worst haircut. Now, right. now you look at the kids nowadays. That bowl cut's cool, you know. They got that stuff all up here on top, uh, and the sides all shaved down around the side. Uh, this had no fade, had no flavor. <laughs> oh, it was just a straight up bowl. Straight up bowl. The honey, the honey of the brothers Grimm got one of them. Now you got all these curls on top, and it just shaved on the side. Uh, the money and the honey, beaten with a rubber hose. <laughs> <laughs> Chris O'Connor. I mean, I've had a million bad haircuts. The all-time worst, uh, and I still feel bad about it to this day. So my parents always used to make me keep my hair cut really short, you know, and stuff. So when I left for college, I said, like, I'm not going to cut it all year long. Just let it go. So it was really long. My hair goes really fast. It was really long, and I was playing in a stupid band, and I had this dumb girlfriend. And she died of purple. <laughs> and actually, the name of the color was Bodacious Burgundy. I'll never forget the name of this stupid-ass color that it was. Again, you know, I didn't see my folks very often, so I walked in their house uh, probably on the last time I ever went back to their house. All right, all right. My mom was in the kitchen, and she looked at me, and she started crying, and took a bowl of whatever she was eating and threw it at my head. And we were just bawling and hysterical. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. <laughs> this is a bad haircut. I'm going to get a haircut. Looking back, she was right. It was pretty dumb. <laughs> but, uh, College is for dumb things. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that, those are your years to try stupid <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Mr. Bowling. You know, I can't remember one because it really hasn't changed since <laughs> high school. <laughs> but you were rocking the same haircut in high school? 
basically. You're yeah. still, this is still yeah. the worst haircut you've ever had? Yeah, still the worst. <laughs> High and tight, huh? That's right. All right. I'm just amazed how well that toothpaste stays on your head. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> you just uh, you didn't tug on it. <laughs> now, see that? Oh, I had a horrible um, spiral perm one time. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, it was not pretty. Awesome. What kind of perm? Curls? Yeah, so spiral perm is literally what it sounds like. It's just spiral. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which typically, once you can wash it, turn into really pretty waves. But no, that did not happen. <laughs> it was half curled, half not, really curly in some spots. Yeah. So you look like little Bo Peep? Oh my God, it was just, it was horrible. <laughs> it was, it was, it Raggedy was, Ann over here. Yeah, 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 that'd be a good one too. Yeah, right? it was bad. <laughs> I, oh God, I'm trying to remember how old I was. I was always to be working, so I was at least 18. I was working at, uh, for anybody out there in podcast land in Chicago, I was working at uh, Evergreen Plaza Mall uh, at a store called Artivo, uh selling, selling uh, fashionable men's attire, uh, quote unquote. And... Uh, so there was a barber in the mall. I decided I was gonna try this barber instead of going to my normal barber because um, at the time, uh, and, uh, and the other black guys in the room were the test, there was a period when the uh, S-curl look was in. <laughs> and so I was gonna to try to get the S-curl in my face. Wow. The Jerry curl. No, uh, no, no, no. This was these were mostly dry. You put a little oil in, but it was it mostly dry. Like more than it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and actually, it looked like it looked like you had quote unquote good hair. It looks, it just looked curly if if it was done right. Um, what what I wound up with because uh, I had a because I had a, a short high top at the time. What I wound up with was uh, basically uh, a straight perm in the top of my head, oh, and uh, and because he couldn't get any uh, any any curls or waves in it, uh, he threw some crips in the front because I had to leave him and go to work. So uh, for at least three or four days, I had to fade with these crips in front of my head. <laughs> Looking real, real. Ridiculous and suspect. Uh, and uh, wow. <laughs> and uh, a couple of days later, I looked at myself in the mirror at home and went on ahead and cut that off. <laughs> I just, I just went on ahead, went bald, and and uh, let it grow back because it was, it was, it was bad. Well, I had one the other day, which was a beard grooming incident. because uh, I moved and my my beard trimmer didn't have the right, didn't have the attachments on it. And so I, I put the wrong attachment on it, went up there, started to trim my beard in, just, you can still see it a little bit, I just cut this swath right oh, here. You nick, oh, Nick, your mustache, yeah. I, yeah, it's not so bad to take. Of course, I had an event that night. Oh, of course, of course. We were going down to Monarch to see Kenny, and I got this hole in my mustache <laughs> for, the, for that charity event that Kenny had down to Monarch. All right. Mm. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, that one, that question was for shits and giggles. This one uh, is also for shits and giggles, but it requires a little more thought. So, uh, one, one thing about yourself, one personal mm -hmm. fact 
that nobody would ever guess um, about you. Uh, even if they, even if they knew you, they probably just something you just have never, not necessarily never told anybody. But uh, it's just not an easy guess. All right. Mm -hmm. um, I'll start it off as so I can give an example. Um, uh, most people at this table wouldn't know that at one point I was an altar boy. Wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> guessing why, that I why would you not guess that? Guessing that you, I could totally see. Guessing that I was an altar boy is not something most people would guess. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and that wow right there, uh, the reason that is not offensive is because he knows me well enough to know that doesn't sound like me at all. all right. <laughs> that doesn't sound like me at all. But at one point I, I did go to Catholic school and we had to participate in the Catholic Church if we were going to go to the school and how I participated was I was an officer boy. Unfortunately, it's also the same period of time that uh, I discovered my entrepreneurial drive because you had a hustle. Uh, you yes, I did. favors to the father. Uh, well, no, no. So what happened, uh, there was only about four uh, middle class to poor kids even going to this school because uh, it was uh, Holy Name Cathedral, downtown Chicago. North so, kids. so yeah, it was all downtown kids, north side kids. And all the families had some kind of money. Like I had the kids of doctors and judges and all kind of other folks in my class. And then, you know, my mom worked a very regular job and I took the, took the L up from the south side to, to, to come to school where most of them took a cab from the John Hancock building or wherever they were living <laughs> to go to school. Uh, but um, I had one advantage that they didn't have. We had uh, like penny candy and junk and stuff like that at the little stores in the L stations that they just didn't, just didn't have those kind of stores downtown. Uh, so I showed up for lunch one day, and I go in my little bag. I must have spent a buck for it, and it was full of full of little candies and and, and whatnot. And uh, a bidding war started for my candy. Mario. <laughs> and uh, and then and then it hit me. Supply and demand. <laughs> and, Capitalism and, is a and, good thing. And and, and 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 I learned quite a bit uh, those last couple of years of grammar school. Uh, one of which was a lesson from being an altar boy. Um, I had another altar boy, uh, a Filipino kid named Jay. Um, he said, hey, well, uh, we got called to do a wedding. Perfect. So we were doing a wedding, and I was, and I didn't know what to expect other than to do the service. And uh, the, as the priest was going out, she had to follow the priest out to the vestibule, and you were, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you for everybody when they were leaving. Um, so, <clears throat> I'm out in the vestibule, and Jay says, stand at this side and just, just, you know, just be nice, be quiet. <laughs> just stand over here. I'm like, all right. So, I stood over there, because he had been an altar boy before. He was Catholic. Uh, I'm Baptist, by the way, but that's uh, neither here nor there. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah, when I, when I went to church, it was to a Baptist church, but other than what I was doing, when I was doing altar boy services. So, uh, so I'm standing over to the side, and uh, and then uh, so finally the 
best man comes out and he's oh you know father thank you so much it was a beautiful beautiful service blah, blah, blah. and he turns to us say, oh thank you guys so much for you know for for being here oh oh and he goes in his pocket he pulls out a crisp twenty dollar bill for the both of us Perfect. and second lesson <laughs> be where the money is <laughs> and from that point on I didn't turn down any weddings or funerals for that matter because they all tipped <laughs> regular Sunday services didn't tip you anything but all those weddings and funerals they tipped every single time and uh, they'd be like I'm like, are you sure you did one last weekend no problem no problem, <laughs> no problem. I'll be there <laughs> Just yeah. being Catholic. Yeah. Catholic. So, so that is my example. And uh, I will once again start with George Bradbury. Mm. One thing about you people wouldn't would not just guess. Mm. Um I do a lot of yoga. That's wow. something that I think um, <clears throat> people would just guess about me. I don't know if it's my height or disposition or whatever, but yeah, I do a lot of yoga. Um, you stay pretty calm. <clears throat> thanks. Coupled with meditation. Mm. So, um, like sometimes it comes out in like conversation if a buddy, somebody's going through something and they, hey man, what should I meditate, man? What are you talking about? You know, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, so I don't really push it on people or, you know, um, but yeah, meditation and yoga, man, it's it's the real deal, um, I think. So that's one thing that, I, that you know, meeting me and just off the rip, you probably wouldn't think that, like, I'm on the beach in the pose, man, just doing some yoga or some right. meditation, but I do. Hey, j just for the edification of uh, everybody out there podcast land, how tall are you? I am 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. So if you imagine a 6'6 a, uh, a, uh, six, six black guy in, uh, like, lotus position, that's, yeah, that's good visual for you. So we're going to leave that. All right. It would look like a pretzel. You'd want to be a mustard on it. Right, right. There's a little salt. Right. So, big head. Oh, let me guess. You're a registered Democrat. No. No. Okay. No. I don't know. I'm pretty open book. You know, that's hard. Everybody around this table knows that I swim about five, six miles a week with a master swim program. And if you look at me, and I'm an old white guy, and kind of chubby, and, and uh, don't look like I can swim, but I can swim. But I, I think, I think the one thing probably nobody knows about is that I listen, I listen, to, I, I like the male tenor opera singers, the Pavarotti, the Carreras, the Roberto Domingo. No, I would not guess that. I would, I will, when I'm having a little bit of extra stress, I'll put the three tenors on and be cruising down the highway. <laughs> You know, giving it to go and everything. It, I know it hurts your ears, Lane, but uh, I got hearing aids, so it's not as bad. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I guess that'd be the main thing there. Other than me, I, other than that, I, as you all know, I'm an open book. There's not a lot to hide. All right, Adrian. Uh, the only thing I can think, of, well, there's some stuff I can think of that I want to. That's going to the grave, but. Um, I got tricked by two different homies. So that's a different podcast? That's a totally different podcast. Okay. <laughs> uh, so one day I won't send the email to everybody, just to you, <laughs> so we can get some of these stories. Uh, got tricked by two different homeboys that worked for two funeral homes to pick up two dead bodies. One was an old lady and, that I had to help dress. 
Yeah. yeah, it was on a holiday. One of my homeboys, um, the people that owned the, the uh, funeral home was out of town. He calls me. I just finished eating Thanksgiving dinner with my grandmother. And he says, hey, man, I need, I need your help real quick. So I thought he just needed me to like right. go back in some limousines or something like that. I've done that before, a thousand times before. He says, no, nah, just come inside real quick. So I, <laughs> <laughs> Never good. <laughs> I walk in, and there's this naked old lady laying on the table. And he says, I can't pick her up. She was a little heavy. Can't pick her up. I need help dressing her. And I said, dude. <laughs> I can't do this shit. Right, you're asking that a lot right now. <laughs> I can't do this, man. I can't do this. I can't do this. Like, right. I, I don't even feel like you You just kind of caught me off guard completely off guard. I just ate. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kind of good. This is an old, naked, dead old, lady yeah, you're talking about. Naked, I, I can't lady. do this. And, you know, the, fam, the funeral's tomorrow, man. And we gotta get her dressed before you know my boss gets back. I was like, dude, she's naked. I can't touch it. I just can't. I can't do it. <laughs> right, right. He eventually talked me into it, but yeah, that's something oh, I've never so shared with him. Besides, he and I. Right. Dude, you, you, you learned to conquer yourself in that situation. Nah, that, nah I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> no more conquering than you want. Try to put a good spin on it, man. Nah, you know, shit. No. <laughs> Chris O'Connor. Uh, I don't know that I would say this, or I mean, I don't know why anybody would have guessed this, but I had two little small, just interesting facts to just have. One, when I was a kid, Chrissy Allen was my babysitter, which wow. is kind of fun. So she was engaged to my uncle, and they moved out to California together, and that's when she became an actress, and yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was kind of weird having her as a babysitter when I was a kid. It was kind of fun, okay. looking back on it. And the other small thing that nobody ever, this is, completely irrelevant, but I had the apostrophe legally taken on my last name because it was so fucking annoying when I would go places. Because <laughs> anybody out there who writes computer code knows they use quotes and apostrophes yeah. to set off where the computer code is in the script. Right. And so everywhere I went, they could never find me <laughs> because of this stupid apostrophe. So finally I was like, fuck it, I'm taking it out. And oh my god, I thought my dad was going to have a heart attack. He was about to kick my ass and disown me when he found out. I'm like, yeah. Mm. Not my problem. They can find me at Northwest Airlines now. <laughs> <laughs> my life is easier. I don't know about yours. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> it's so annoying. It's so, it's to this day, it's funny. I just thought it was like an Ellis Island mess up. <laughs> yeah, we could have been a better story. <laughs> like? You know, I have been arrested on every continent in the world except Antarctica. Oh. All right. That's yeah. not surprising at all. Okay. I, I well, well, I feel like this. I tell you, put it like this. We know you, and we didn't know that fact, but that sounds plausible. How yeah. about this? I spent six months in a Jesuit seminary. Okay, that's no. Now, now that that is new information. I realized I liked whiskey and women way too much. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, so there was a point where you thought about the priesthood. You know, I came back from my first tour of duty, mm -hmm. kind of really messed up because there was a lot of heavy shit that happened during that tour. I was like, mm -hmm. screw it, I'll just. I figured I'd try and deal with it. Uh, some, I figured I had some sort of call. Realized that that was just my inner voice that needed a glass of whiskey. Okay. Yoga meditation. Yeah. I don't really Namaste. know. <laughs> oh, there you go. It's something. No, I really don't. Like, I'm a pretty open book. Mm. Other than most that, people I'm, don't know, I like, I, I like, you know, like. You like black fingernail yeah. polish. This is green, thank you. Yeah, it's just. 
super but dark green. But I do like green. red. <laughs> <laughs> it's a super dark green. I had to give her something. Nobody knows your name. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows well, nobody, your name. Nobody on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. nobody out there podcast land. But you were you were about to say something, and, and uh, nobody knows you like what? Donald Trump. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot me now that, if that I would, ever say if those words ever come that, out of my that mouth. Would, that would be difficult to believe. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really don't. I mean, I really am an open book. Yeah. Uh, well, you were about to say something. It may not be. Well, they, they know, but, you know, like I've, I've listened to bad rap. <laughs> not bad, like dirty rap. Yeah. <laughs> so, rap I shouldn't like. Too short? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Easy like, yeah. yeah I, re I remember I remember getting in the car one time and she was playing uh, a just filthy Eminem record and I kept looking like you like this record? <laughs> like for real? Like you like this record? Shake that. Yeah. I, I know. With Nate yeah, right, with Nate Dogg and everything. Yeah, I mean, it, there there had to be I have a very 73 wide... bitches and hoes in that record. <laughs> it had to be. And the whole time I'm singing it, or rapping yeah, it, just... I'm like, I know I shouldn't like this, but I love it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Dirty rap songs. That's called, I mean, that's called really, a guilty pleasure. Dirty rap uh, it's, songs. I'm not guilty. I'm, I'm, I own it. <laughs> Most, I just, right. just, you know, I have such a wide range of music that I like, so it's, Mario's heard it all. Yeah. All right, so with that, we'll be right back. Hey out there in podcast land, we would not be doing our duty if we didn't acknowledge the sponsors of the Law Party Podcast, the Majestic Restaurant and Jazz Club, and the Majestic's Pendergast Club. The Majestic carries on Kansas City's tradition of great food and jazz. Let them show you why they are the classic Kansas City Steakhouse experience. 931 Broadway, just three blocks from the Kansas City Convention Center. Jay Rieger and Company, a Kansas City distillery. Whether whiskey, gin, or vodka, neat or on the rocks, Jay Rieger, Kansas City, sipping good since 1887. CP Construction, Kansas City's premier wood framers, 50 years of quality framing and craftsmanship. Just email david.cnpservice at gmail.com and start building something new today. And our friend and frequent guest, Lane Boland. Thank you all for all that you do.